This is Shayna. And this is Chris. And we are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, as always, welcome to the Bad Queers Club. Welcome, you guys. Let's get right into our Queer Urban Dictionary terms of the week. So this week in Queer Urban Dictionary, my term is diet stud. And diet stud is a masculine of center lesbian who is more in touch with her feminine side than others. It's a beautiful uh, thing. Yeah. My it. sentence is she preferred to be labeled a diet stud as she loved to be in touch with her fem side. So yeah, it's diet beautiful. stud. Diet stud. Yeah. When you said that last week, I was like, I need this laid out in a sentence because it was glorious and I had never in my life heard that. <laughs> yeah. Other look, other terms, soft stud. Um, I guess it could even get into stem, but you know, diet stud. It's just cute. It's, diet stud. Same, same, you know, same stud, different tastes. Uh, yeah, diet stud. You know, that would be the diet that people would want to be on and I support it. I would think so. Yeah. What's your term this week? My Queer Urban Dictionary term this week is Kiki. Kiki is a party that is for the sole express of having a good ass time. You want to decrease some stress, you want to relax, and you want to do it all with your friends. I miss a good Kiki. And this is so much. And so he's in a sentence. After this quarantine, we are going to have the biggest Kiki. Because I need it. I need to be around the people. I need to decrease the stress of like being in this house and doing all of these things, all of this pandemic talk and all of this stuff. We're going to have a Kiki, y'all. You're invited. I'm inviting you. Come and have a good time. Please and I love the term Kiki. Yeah, right? Just a good old Kiki. And once Legendary comes out, if they don't play... Oh, you know they will. They have, have a Kiki. I think. I think. I would be so upset. And if y'all haven't listened to the song, Let's Have a Kiki. That's by Todrick, right? I believe so. Yeah. I so it's by so. Todrick Hall. Amazing person in general. So just go and like get lost into the deep YouTube of Todrick Hall. But listen to it. I highly suggest it. Moving on. It's time to hear about the stories we don't get to hear. It's queer news time. Chris, should I start with my happy story or my other happy story? Mm. I'm going to go with the latter happy yes! story. Yes. Okay. We're going to talk about it because it's so good and I'm so excited. And I've only recently found out about this like this morning. So Netflix is coming out with a new documentary about this couple who's been together for like 65 plus years. Oh my God. And they're so fucking cute. So if you have ever watched A League of Their Own, this documentary is based off the couple that inspired a league of their own. So oh my God. Terry Donahue was the one who inspired it. And that Pat Henschel was a partner. And it's just like, it's so humbling because you read the description and the things that they say about each other. And they're like, Oh, like, that's nice that we inspired a movie, but you know, I just thought of her as the love of my life. And it was like, that was how simple it was. Like how Mm-mm-mm. great it must Fans. feel to just be in that simple give it your all everything type of love and the trailer is like two minutes and I'm like I don't even need the whole documentary because I'm already emotional and that's how I feel the documentary is titled a secret love and it talks about their resilient love from the 40s they met in 1947 and are still together today so I just needed to like read this description that I got uh from out magazine and the description says the women fell in love in 1947. Though they maintained a relationship and were essentially inseparable, they kept their love secret with many assuming that they were just roommates, good friends, or cousins. And I don't know 
what other description of a lesbian relationship we really need because that's all that people think are is like, hey, is that your sister? Or hey, is that your family member? Or hey, is that your best friend? And for them to go through their whole life, like their families didn't even know. They just knew them as Auntie Terry and Auntie Pat. And that's what it was. Like these two were best friends and that's all it is. And I was like, breeders. no, no, y'all. Like come, come on. And the trailer opens up with them like looking at elder like facility homes from there to be in. And they're openly asking about like, oh, like, do you have same sex couples here? And they're like, oh yeah, well, we haven't had any here, but we've had family members who have them. And they're like, nope, we're the, we're the ones. This is, this is us. We're the ones that are together. And it's just so simple how they say it. And I think this is the love story that needs to be told. The fact that it's titled A Secret Love is just beautiful in all of the things. And it's coming so soon. Hold on. Oh my gosh. I thought I wrote down the date. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. I think well, it comes it out. sounds amazing. Like next week. What? Oh, yeah. next week. I feel oh, like wow. it's coming Thanks, out like Netflix. next week. Yep. April 27th. Get at me. It is coming out next week and I will be sitting there and watching with my bag of popcorn and my box of tissues. And that's yeah. where I'm going to be. We got to talk about that one once that comes out. That's, that's yep. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is cool. Well, I'm not going to get into my sad story or just uh, annoying story of the week. Um, but this one was funny for me. Zoom is cracking down on uh, organizing. Uh, orgies or sex parties during this outbreak um my god (laughs) when i saw this headline i was like i mean absolutely absolutely people are but uh, this is why we can't have nice things this This is is why we can't have nice things but i you know i i I will offer a counterpoint to this because in the article too this was on uh them dot them us um one of my favorite queer uh sites but you know there's been over 200 million daily actor users on zoom since march since we've been quarantined so there have been you know everything from weddings to happy hours uh queen elizabeth is throwing a zoom birthday party coming up but if those things are happening then there's most certainly some sexual things happening so zoom is cracking down and drawing the line at hanky panky so they're they they (laughs) Dated their user policies explicitly prohibiting any obscene, indecent, illegal, or violent activity or content on the platform. Um, meaning this, this means pornography or engaging in any sexual acts that fall outside of acceptable use guidelines. So uh, Zoom is cracking down on that. Um, there are, you know, of course I had to, if there's, if these things are going on, of course right. I want to know about the events that are going on. Really. So, you know, they, there's been everything from queer users beginning mutual masturbation sessions. Um, of course, there's orgies, there's sex club meetups. And it's just like, that was kind of, I, I get why, obviously, they don't want any, any more liability on anything, any security issues and privacy issues. But the other counterpoint to that is just like, I mean, if it's consenting adults, so what? I, I'm sure there's legal ramifications behind it, but you know, if I personally don't want to get on a mutual masturbation session and I don't want to uh, zoom orgy with you guys, I'm sure we could combine that word to like zorgy. I don't want to zorgy or just <laughs> anything like that. However, it. I just feel like if you're paying for their platform, 
I mean, we're not really using it anyway for its intended use in a lot of cases. So if it's consenting adults, uh, you know, I don't know. I just think you kind of let it rock. I think that, you know, during this unprecedented time, just just let people figure things out. Like, I just found it funny. But of course, Zoom had to crack down. I understand why they cracked down. But wow, I was just like, you guys, you... I'm actually just more impressed about how creative we are. It really, there's no end to our creativity with things like, you know, I feel like these have probably actually been happening since before, but now that everybody's using Zoom and they're starting to have to crack down on like their security and all of that, that this is when they've caught them. And now all of these people are like, oh, how am I supposed to long distance do this now? Like, you know, couples be on <laughs> FaceTime and doing all of this. This is just a bigger version of... Honestly, I think Zoom should capitalize on this. Because I this think is so an too. opportunity. And they can make a Zoom after dark or some shit. Exactly. Like, they can there. just model it after, like, OnlyFans. Like, you're paying probably more to have a Zoom after dark. These are free ideas, Zoom, that we're giving you. You're a welcome. Zoom after dark account. And it's just like, yeah, I mean... I'm not going to say that if this was a thing, like it would be interesting to get on a Zoom where there's at least 100 video participants at this point on Zoom. Right. It'd just be interesting to see. Like if you've never been to a sex party, we're damn sure not going to have any anytime soon. <laughs> then this is probably the safe way to get into it. So, I mean, I think again, I get why they're stopping it because it's, it, it is a slippery slope, literally. But... I mean, you know, let people let people get that energy out any way they want to and, and creatively any way they want to. And if there's consent, consenting adults, let them do it. Yep. So, I support that. But yeah, Zoom, do what you do, whatever. But, you know, those parties will find another platform, I'm sure. Um, just capitalize. But yeah, just capitalize on it. Just capitalize. If nothing else, what we should just really know about ourselves as humans is like, nothing will keep us away from like having sex and having it in different ways and with different people and all that. Like it's going to happen. You might as well Mm. capitalize on it, but who am I? Who am I? (laughs) (laughs) All right. My final story is another positive one. I just love seeing all the good stuff happening. So there is this adorable Polish gay couple that is running around Poland, handing out rainbow pride masks. And I love it. They started this at home. They got friends and family to sew together. I think they started with 300 uh, rainbow masks and they just walked around Poland and handed these out to people who did not have masks. And the thing that I thought actually was hilarious in the video because they did make a video of them doing this wonderful thing and talking about it and seeing the interactions that they had. But a couple of the people, because like Poland is a high smoking area, they were handing out masks to people who were actively sitting and smoking. (laughs) <laughs> I just stopped. It was like, they don't deserve it. But also, who am I? So, uh, <laughs> Jakob and Dawid are a couple and were bold enough to hand these out when Poland right now has not been very popular when it comes to LGBTQ plus friendliness towards the community. Because right now, uh, there's been a bunch of propaganda. Poland implemented like LGBT free zones, which I'm like, you know, at least half the LGBT people Q population probably lives in those free zones. Right. So is it just like, do I get to go and get free shit? Do I get to go out and be free? No. They're like, you can't be gay in this part of the area. And it's like, how are you going to manage that? But do you, government, see what you want to try and do? And uh, Poland is also trying to categorize homosexuality as pedophilia. I saw that. I it totally balances. That. Right? Totally balances. Uh, but my thing with this, I'm sorry, I'm gonna no, stop go you here it. with go the whole it. pedophilia thing and, and queer people. 
Okay. All right. If, but if we take that same logic, mm-hmm. then you would have to shut down schools. Mm-hmm. You would have to keep, you know, op- opposite gender, like older males away from females. Cause that happens more often than not. And vice versa too. There is definitely a lot of adults who uh, rape or molest children. So it's just like, it, it always comes down to fairness because it's like that same logic could be used on breeders. Like don't have breeders around kids. Cause God only knows like the, 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 the boy scouts of America, the girl scouts of America, allegedly, and they're fighting these different cases. So it's just like, why, why are we associated with pedophilia? <laughs> like it, it makes no sense. Like, I just want to know the first person who said it. And then everybody else is like, yes. Oh yeah. Right. And you know, that's how I did that's too. Somebody it. was just like, that's the idea. Somebody connected it falsely. And then it only just took a lot of other people to just co-sign it. I'm sorry. You could go with your story. I just always hate when they do that. Like, I'm no, just like, what, was, is, what does that even mean? Like, what are you talking discussion. about? Like breeders don't <laughs> molest kids. Huh? Okay. I mean, but, Law and Order know. SVU proved that point. So my God, well, episodes and episodes. There's at least <laughs> one episode a season at minimum. I, at minimum. Yeah. But okay, sure. Just us. Just Olivia like us. Benson has her back. And honestly, I trust everything she says. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, but you know, we're not going to let that negativity get to us because this is a positive thing that's happening around the world. And they have recorded the whole thing. So you can look them up. Uh, I got this article off of The Advocate. and pretty sure they post it on YouTube because that's where all the videos go. So look up their story, check them out. It's like six minutes. You can do that for six minutes of your day to support this wonderful couple. And I hope that they continue to do these great things around the world. That's awesome. Well, shout out to them and just anybody living in just an area, a hostile area, just like, ah, we're with you. We're thinking about you. That, that's just disappointing. Anyhow, and in other disappointing news, Look, it's almost like a daily or a, or a bi-weekly, I would say, actually. Stop, stop attacking celebrity children and just children in general. So this comes from Pink News. Uh, Holly Berry. Holly, mm. Holly Berry. Oof. Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Right. <laughs> give her her time. Ugh. Crush. Just my first queer crush. So I always give Holly oh, Berry just that's some a time good to one. Just, mm. That's a good yeah, choice. First, first and endearing one. Okay. Uh, but Holly Berry's son, um, six-year-old son, and both her kids, she is notoriously private about showing, but she was showing her son on Instagram a couple days ago, walking around the home in uh, a pair of her high-heeled leather boots, as kids do, as you guessed it, the bigots came out and mm. shamed her son for Naturally. wearing heels because of course, and all that, because of course. And yeah, Holly Berry stuck to her guns as she would. And you can't just try Holly Berry. Nope. And she chimed in and said, <laughs> listen, Linda, I, you know, somebody said, I hope that's a girl uh, or I hope that's the daughter referring to uh, her son. And she says, unfortunately, or she said, fortunately, it's my son. And she said, I'm scrolling up because I'm looking at this article. I don't want to misquote uh, Miss Berry. Oh, no. I love Miss Barry. And it's going to be um, gold. She said, well, it's a he and he is having a ball. And she said, trying to cope the best way he can. Laughter helps a lot right now. It's tight on these kids right now. Let's laugh and have some compassion. And it's just like, that's why people don't show their kids. Like, mm-hmm. he, that is the most innocent thing. There's been sh- plenty of breeder boys <laughs> that have put heels on as a 
as a child. And I guarantee you heels are not a gateway to being queer. Like they're just not. No, nope. like, it, it's never happened that way. I, nope. I promise you, as a person who grew up in an intensely heterosexual world, I was intensely gay. So it doesn't matter what you do. Your gay kids are going to be gay. Your bi kids are going to be bi. Your trans kids are going to be trans. And your breeder kids are going to be breeders. Like, leave kids alone. Let them play. Like, stop adding all of these things to it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Holly Berry with the classy comeback and protective of her, her son. Um, mm-hmm. He's having a ball. He's in heels. Stop attaching. Kids it take the- shoes all the time. All the time. It doesn't matter which shoes. All the time. They're just going to take the them because they know all that they're the bigger and they're going to challenge themselves. It's like this in, innate thing. My nephew steals shoes and puts them on just because they're available. Mm. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a shoe. I know that my foot goes into said shoe. And that's it. And that's, and that's it. it. That's, and that's it. That's literally the thought that's process. The, end of the, story. <laughs> the kids are having this whole existential thought of oh, my first heel. Yeah. I am queer. Right. I know, what? right? This is it. This is it. And the sounds come crashing in the back. And it's just like, okay, relax. Everybody, like more so the fact that people get so hyped about people's kids. I know. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I'm like, like even just talking to adults. Stop. That just like lowers like you're scum already. That just lowers your sense of scum. Yeah. By attacking kids. It's like, just go and continue to deal with adults who have more resources to do all these things. Thankfully, these kids can't read who are playing in these things. So it really is just a waste of your time to go and type it because they're probably like two, between two to five. Yeah. They're not coming on here reading your comments and then understanding them. Like, yeah. And what, and what do you, what do you get out of that? Like, what do you get? Like, that's what I want to know with the, you know, with the people coming out against you know, Zaya Wade, um, or even just this, like, it's just, what do you get from commenting on that? Like, mm-hmm. do you think Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union should be like, oh, well, the world, <laughs> Dwayne, <laughs> right? <laughs> Shout out to Reed. Do you think that they should just look at this and be like, wow, the world is really not against it. I should probably tell my child not to do this because of the, the world's not ready. Right. So my child, my God, like, my we've got to stop this. Like, what do you get out of commenting on other people's kids or even just with the Holly Berry thing, like don't tell my kid how to have fun. Like if my kid wants to have fun with heels, let them have heels. Like my, there we're all indoors. Like just, I know if this, even if COVID-19 wasn't going on, this would be the same kind of um, backlash or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's just like, leave kids alone. Stop mm-hmm. attaching these things to kids where it's just like, you're already wrong. Like don't bring up another generation with your irrational thoughts and fears. Like it's, it's tired. It's old. It, it's just crazy, but it's the world we still live in. So that was my story for this week. I'm sure there'll be another story of a celebrity kid or just something where people are just not with it. Um, but yeah, heels aren't a gateway to being queer. They're just not. That's all we have for our queer news segment. What do we got up next, Chris? Oh, we're going to get into our Am I a bad queer's advice section? So, am I a bad queer? It's an advice segment that ranges all topics of the queer experience. Send your question questions to badqueerspod at gmail.com to be featured. Our first question comes from Anonymous. So, I'm going to call Anonymous Amy. Amy asks, am I a bad queer if I currently have a girlfriend, but I constantly think of my ex? Mm. <laughs> We've been dating... For a few months and she has been great but the way my ex and I left it 
Blappy Rude and then gone. Mm. I still have hope that there will be a comeback. I can't stop thinking about the what ifs. How do I move on without hurting my current girlfriend, Amy? (sighs) Oh, Amy, you're not a bad queer for this. Um, This is kind of par for the course for us. Like this Mm. is, yeah, this is, this is, this happens constantly all the time. That is true. Uh, Yeah. Um, mm. If you haven't gotten over your ex, I would just say that's a conversation. I mean, you definitely should figure your your own feelings and thoughts out, but um, you shouldn't keep your current girlfriend around. Like, I, I feel like you're only keeping your current girlfriend around if the ex thing doesn't kick back up or work out. And it seems like this current girlfriend is more of a rebound. Um, so I think that you have to be mindful of like you probably are in a rebound relationship to which you shouldn't hurt that person's feelings or waste their time any further until you figure out what's going on with your feelings with your ex. And if that even is a thing, like, let's just say you, you let your current situation rock, you stay with your current girlfriend. And then two, three months from now, you get a, Hey, stranger text from that ex. Are you going right back to her? Mm. Like, it's just, if you, if you know, you probably would and you're not really all in with this new current girlfriend, I'd say, I would say cut the current girlfriend loose now and like figure out the, your feelings. Cause this, it seems like it's going to go down a messy path. Like I'm more than sure your ex-girlfriend is going to hate stranger you at some point because that's just life. So what is that? What's going to happen with that? Like, I don't think your feelings are going to die out. I think, um, yeah, like you, you have to, figure out what the hell's going on and separate from, you know, other human beings that you could hurt. So, um, yeah, not a bad queer, but you certainly need to figure this out without hurting anybody. What do you think, Shana? Yeah. I mean, you said it, you said it. Like this also makes me think that current girlfriend does not know about ex-girlfriend. Sure don't. And I mean, you didn't give us a lot of detail, so I can't, so I'm just going to make up some scenarios. (laughs) <laughs> of things that it say yeah does this seem like okay if you're still a few months in with this girl was that was the current person that you're talking to a rebound one two are you still talking to your ex i like that your voice is getting higher with I every just, <laughs> <laughs> and then are you are you really into the current girlfriend I just need to know. Like, I these are all of the things where I'm like, it just it feels like a slippery slope between, okay, you're constantly thinking of your ex. Cool, cool, cool. We do tend to do that, especially if this was a rebound and you did just bounce in immediately and you think of those what ifs. But don't allow the issues with the past relationship be the thing that like drags you in. If you still genuinely, even though you said that it was sloppy and y'all were out, so it sounds like you ended on a note that you didn't want to end on. And that it possibly was a really good relationship up until that point. If that's something where you're like, I still actually do have feelings for my girlfriend rather than what if we had ended it on a good note? Like, have you taken the time to try and reach out to the ex and have that conversation? And maybe it's just closure you need and not like a what if we were still Mm -hmm. together type thing. So that's one scenario. Or is it the what if we were still together and I need to have that conversation that says, I still have feelings for you. I want to work this out and go back. So I think those are the two things that you need to figure out. 
is yeah. are you just here looking for closure or do you actually want to go back to your ex? Because those are two different conversations. But regardless, you do not need to drag your current girlfriend through this. And if you want to be transparent about the fact that it's like, hey, you're amazing and all of this. And here's what's happening with me right now. I'm going to take the time to figure it out. Like, I'd rather you step up to the plate than continue to be shady and do all these things. But if you do figure out that it's just like friendly closure and you're just going to go off and talk and do whatever and not end up in each other's bed, then okay. Like you probably don't need to worry about it. Go and do the talk, be an adult and then handle it. But the way that you've written this in does not sound like you're ready for that. So don't put yourself in a situation where it can lead to you hurting your current girlfriend. (laughs) I just, I mean, it sounds... Like, yeah, that current girlfriend is a rebound and yeah. she's probably lovely. And exactly. Probably exactly. lovely. Probably lovely. Doesn't even know. <sighs> Don't hurt that girl. Don't hurt that girl. Just be real. Yep. What else do we have next, Shana? Okay. Our next person. Oh, it's a Hallie type of day. We got it from Hallie. It says, <laughs> am I a bad queer? I recently started talking to someone online, but she admitted that she used to talk to a lot of women. And now that has me skeptical. If she is currently talking to a a lot of women while also talking to me, oh, that was a connecting statement. Okay, and now that has me skeptical that if she is currently talking to a lot of women while also talking to me. I know I shouldn't get all up in my feelings, but I also want to call her out. Which would make me the bad queer, staying silent or speaking up? Hmm. I mean, what context? Did she say that she used to talk to a lot of women? Was it in general? Was this her past? She sounds like used to, which could mean past tense. Have y'all had to determine the relationship talk? Have you only been able to talk to her online because of this quarantine? Like all of these scenarios yeah. that are happening. And so I would say, one, if she is talking to other people while talking to you and it's only online, this is what this is what we do. This is an issue. And this actually didn't this just happen in the last episode of Insecure? No spoilers, sorry. Um, but basically it's like when you go in and you start talking to someone, it's almost like we always think that they have to stop talking to other people. Yeah. You haven't put a title on it. You also probably haven't even met in person. So what are you, what are you calling her on? If she has actively admitted that like she either used, she used to talk to a lot of women. That doesn't mean that's actively happening now. You could test the waters and just be like, hey, are you talking to anybody else currently? But there's there's no room for you. This is what, you know what? Actually, this is like what grinds my gears. I'm going to make this an unpopular opinion. <laughs> but people that are out and just talking to someone, that's what you're doing. You're yeah. talking. They have the freedom to go and continue to date and do whatever else up until the point that you needed to determine the relationship. And those are my thoughts. So I would say potentially a bad queer you have the potential to be a bad queer yeah you're you're on that borderline mm-hmm. right there yeah I, on mm, it. yeah i have that same pet peeve where it's sh- y'all are just talking like that person's right. online yeah. online like that person <laughs> is talking to a lot of women yeah but i could i'll answer your question holly yeah yeah they're probably <laughs> they're, they're definitely talking to other women and that's fine because there's no label on anything that y'all are doing at stop all trying so. to U-Haul. Stop, stop it stop trying to u-haul stop it stop trying is. to do a virtual u-haul <laughs> and it's a bit controlling too like it's just like yeah if you if this person 
is impacting your feelings like this already. Well, then they clearly mean something to you. So you should talk to that person about that. And if you don't want them talking to other people, then have a conversation about being exclusive. But like getting all up in arms about them talking to other people, you are, you, you are bad queerish for that. You're bad queerish at least Mm. for it. Like it's, it's like, what? Like y'all don't go together. Like, yeah, that person probably is talking to somebody else, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's also called, that's dating. I don't know. Like that's that's what the definition of dating dating is. is. That's what it is. And people need to get over that. Yeah. I feel like some people treat dating sometimes as marriage and other people treat it in a different way, like as, as dating. And what comes down to it being, you know, okay or acceptable for both parties, is just talking it out and communicating about like your intentions and what you want with that person. But I, yeah, you, you gotta let that go. Like, yep. Yeah. That y'all are just talking. Like, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it is. So our last question comes from, it's another anonymous so we'll call anonymous Tay. Tay. Tay asks, am I a bad queer? I was supposed to get married earlier this year, dot, 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 dot. But I cheated and her well, family found out about ooh, it. Well, Also, I cheated on her with an ex. Ooh, ex central. Yeah. How do I fix this situation and get my future wife and future family back anonymous. Um, oh, sweetie. This goes to, I mean, we, we said this in, <laughs> Tay, we said this in another episode. You're not a bad queer, but you, you are a bad fiance. I was like, stop um, lying to them. Yes, they are. <laughs> not a bad queer, not a bad queer, horrible fiance, um, not even just bad, horrible fiance. I'm no, supposed to get you, married earlier this year, but I cheated. This, How like, do I, that was, like, this is weird. Like it's, Nope. That that is also that's a that's along the same lines as Holly's question where it's like it's having your cake and eating it too, but it's also a controlling thing where it's just yep. like you knew you were getting married. I yep. got married last year. You know how much ma- getting married costs. I'm a sure lot. you're putting some money into it, so you knew you were getting married, yep. but you decided to cheat on her with an ex. It's not even a random. It wasn't a bad night where you slipped and fell in some pussy. You cheated with an ex. And now you want your future <laughs> wife. You don't even say future wife and future family. That ship has sailed. Like sailed. It is gone. Like I would want nothing to do with you. If we're like about to get married and you cheated with your ex and you still want to get married, hell no. No, there's no goddamn way. I would pay you to leave. Like get the fuck out of here. Like what in the world? Again, you might even have the, a sliver of a chance, a sliver of a chance if it was just some random person, right? But an right. ex? No. 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 Close to home. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Them into your bed. Exactly. Exactly. And, this, and, and your fiance probably knows your ex. So it, you know she does. You know she does. You know she does. And it's just like, if I was your, your partner or your, your fian- ex-fiance in this, I would be like, how long was this, like, how long was this situation developing to? Like, right. that's my question. Like, how long was this developing? When did y'all start talking again? Yeah. When did y'all decide like, nah, we're going to actually meet up and do the deed. Like, if you were thinking about that, while I was thinking about table settings and colors for our wedding, we don't need to get married. Mm-hmm. Tay, you're not getting your family, this, not this wife, maybe a future wife elsewhere. Not <laughs> a future this family. Wife. Not, this wife. <laughs> not this wife. Not this wife. No chance. You're not a bad queer. You're just a horrible fiance. That's how I feel about you, Tay. Wow. You, you got, 
so passionate about that. I did, because it was just like, how do I fix this situation and get my future wife and future family back? Tave, you don't get out of here with that. Yeah, (laughs) like you said exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I'm sorry. What what family and what wife? Because those yeah. those are no longer existent nah. once you decided to do that. Right. No. Nah. And that's nah, you know, I don't even have anything to add. Chris said all of it. No, Tay. Tay. And no. That's it. That's it. So the answer Tay, is no Tay. But you I don't are. know if your ex fiance is holding strong. If you I hear this and you know this. I, I, I was about to say that. I hope she's listening to this and understands that we're talking about her and their situation. Girl, don't don't marry that girl. She's nope. gonna cheat again. She's yep. going to cheat again. Yep. Like she just is like, move on with your life. Yeah. My gosh. Like, PSA. you know how much it costs for a wedding? Like so you're going to do this while we're trying to plan for a wedding. Nah. Nah. Bro. I'm all right. <laughs> no. Tay. Also, Tay, you are a bad queer. Just put it that way. Okay. <laughs> Chris tries but to come in make... with like the niceness and then you it's, heard the rest of that. It's not even the niceness. I don't think that's bad queer. You're just a bad fiance. Like or, that's not bad. Uh, that's, you know, that's not. That's not, you know, that could happen to any, that could happen to breeders. That happens to breeders. So I don't Cheating think you're a bad worst thing. It you is terrible. And horrible. And you fucked with her money coming around the marriage. Like, how her dare money, you? <laughs> her money, you never I'll know. put down deposits that you cannot get back. I will say, you know what? Every time you say something is a bad queer and we disagree, I'm like, oh no, they could be a bad queer. You're like, you make it like, come back and you're no, just No, because like, you know what I thought of? I was like, what if, what if the, the ex fiance, like, what if they had a difficult time coming out to their family and they finally got to a point that they were about to get married and then you cheated? Like, can you I imagine that? The scenarios that we come oh, up with for these I people. Know. Y'all need to write in more detailed stuff because we, we will I, make up a whole other piece of drama that you just brought into your life Yeah, and, and talk about it. And we just brought up the fact that it's like, yeah, this, you could have been the first person that they came out to and went through this whole step and the family started to yeah. accept it. And now they're going to go back and be like, so you gonna get that hey, dick again? Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. And yeah. Shoot. So no, no, Tay, you are a bad queer. <laughs> well, there it <laughs> is. You are. <laughs> look, with the, look with my fake scenario, you are a bad queer, Tay. That's I don't it. even know if that happened, but you are now. It happened. Um, so. I support it. That's so all right. right. Well, that That's is so the end of our look. Our our different hypotheticals that we added <laughs> to these. Am I a bad queer advice? Like, here's segment. your advice with our stories. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Again, send your questions to badqueerspod at gmail.com to be featured. And we will tell you if you're being a bad queer or bad queerish or update our thoughts in the middle of telling you that you're not a bad queer. Tay, you're a bad queer. Yep. Not sorry, Tay. (laughs) Not sorry. Not Not sorry, sorry, Tay. Okay, next segment. What type of bad queers would we be if we didn't have unpopular bad queer opinions? Mm -hmm. You know, Chris, I'm going to let you go. I feel like okay. you're on a roll and I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you start a with fiery, this. right? A little yes. fiery going on here. Well, my, my bad queer opinion for this week are, uh, queer people are assholes. Mm. You know, we're assholes. And I'm saying we're, because I'm a queer person. We're assholes. Mm. That's my bad queer opinion. I think we could be nicer to each other. Mm. Like, I don't think we've gotten to that point of like, I think, Theoretically, we think of ourselves as fam, but in practice, it doesn't work out that way. And unfortunately, because we live in the world that we live in, we've been mirroring some like oppressor-like behavior to ourselves. Obviously, there's a hierarchy within, within just our community with just hardship. And then there's the racial dynamic of it. There's the gender dynamic of it. There's so many things. But on top of that, 
we could just be assholes. Like we could really be assholes to each other, you know? Yep. I and and if nothing else that this quarantine has taught us with a, a lot of different lessons on a lot of areas of life, we can actually be nicer to each other because no one else is going to be nice to us. You got Poland and other countries still trying to roll back our rights and, and mm-hmm. take it back. We're not at a place where we should be that we think we could really assimilate. Like, I don't think we're there yet. Like, I think we, we've kind of, we got to a point where, you know, especially here in America, at least like we have, we have marriage equality and everything. Definitely a lot of other things we still don't have, but I feel like because marriage was such a big piece of it, like we've kind of slacked in, like making sure we're still good in other areas. And because some of us socioeconomically are doing better than others, it's like, they're good. We've made it. There's no other struggle. We've gotten over the hump and we could treat others either as assholes because of that dynamic where you just social, socioeconomically don't see it for each other or just, just personally, you go into a club or a bar back when we were able to go outside and yeah, you judge, you judge a queer person based on some shitty, probably breeder, like heteronormative shit. Like, you know what I mean? We, we could be such assholes to each other and we don't need to be. And this is not limited to just our, our group. I mean, there's other uh, minority identity groups uh, that definitely have this problem, but I'm speaking specifically about our family, our queer fam. We could be assholes and we could be nice, nicer to each other and we should be nicer to each other. We should be nicer to each other. I'll say it again. We should be nicer to each other. Because yep. no one else is going to be nice to us, like, at all, and all that. And, like, just dismissing it as that's the world, this is the world we live in, that's how people are, eh, that's cliche. Like, it, you, we don't have to be this way. Like, we all we got is ourselves, and we should be nicer to each other. So that's my bad queer opinion, that we're assholes, and we need to stop being assholes and be nicer to each other. I love it. Yeah. I would add on, but I think that mine kind of jumps into what you're talking about. As my bad queer opinion is the queer Karens of the world need to be stopped. Gotta stop them. You bitches. All the Karens. All all the Karens. But, you know, this is a podcast that highlights the queer community and queer people. And there are Karens in our community. They are sometimes highlighted as cis white gay men. They are sometimes highlighted as cis white gay women. They're just Karens that pop in and think that they that their troubles are the biggest in the world and they're going to find people who are below them and try, or that they feel are below them Mm -hmm. and try and make their lives worse. And it's just, it's not necessary. It's like the part where it's like, we're assholes. It's like you go through and I, I mentioned this the last episode where it was heartbreaking to go in and see that in correlation with celebrating lesbian visibility week, Mm-hmm. that lesbians were also talking down to other identities yeah. where they're like, yeah, but I'm not that. And it's like, how <laughs> crazy at, as a part of the same community, how are you going to lessen a person in the same community? Like, I just don't, I don't understand the logic of it. And that's where, you know, when you, when you say that we're mirroring oppressor like behavior, this is what it is. Like you can think back yeah. to racial ties and you can think back to actually racial ties. That's currently happening. You can think back to what's yeah. currently happening. And the resources we do not have and the ways that we cannot move about life and do all of the things. It's just, it's frustrating. And to go and watch some of these protests and some of them, I have seen some very stereotypical 
LGBTQ plus looking people with snapbacks, mm-hmm. with the Ray-Bans, with their little bandanas hanging out their pocket. And you know they're gay. But then they're like, oh, <laughs> we need to stop taking away my freedom and do whatever. And I can do all this. And I'm like, sweetie, remember that time when you're talking about all lives mattered? This is not the time. The, oh, this is God. like... <laughs> not it. Not it. We are not bringing this back up. We are not starting over. We are not doing this. The queer Karens of the world, and they can bring their siblings Karen along as well. They need to be stopped. Gotta be stopped. Tenfold over. And we need to hold people accountable who do these things. Yeah. And all of that. So tied in with yours. The doing problem with the queer Karens and the regular Karen, the breeder Karens of the world are that they seem to find the microphone like they're the loudest ones and unfortunately a lot of people just in human just people humans are kind of the you know the silent majority types and they'll tend to lean towards the karens of the world that have no idea what they're talking the queer karens the regular karens like mm-hmm. you, they have to be stopped for that very reason like they're strong and wrong loud and just well, proud of their their policy, but it's just like no, like we gotta stop those queer Karens. We gotta we have to call it out, mm-hmm. and we gotta stop being assholes to each other. I feel like our bad queer opinions were pretty in sync. Yeah, this week they were. So, we we didn't about this ahead of time. It was like yeah, like it's, oh, it's you're talking about assholes. I'm talking about assholes. This yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they just yeah. I mean, if you don't know what the Karen phenomenon is, look it up. I mean, there's nothing but time to, to look it up on it's Urban true. Dictionary, Just but add that to your YouTube search. Yeah. The Karens of the world, if you don't Google, are like the backyard Beckys, the the all of the the memes of the folks that are just like, yeah, out there causing problems for people that are just trying to live, honestly, yep. and that are a part of minority groups. So yes. if you need like movie references, think of like you know, like a mean girls mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. of like a legally blonde. Yep. 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 Think of like, bring it on, but not Gabrielle Union school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and not <Yeah>. Kirsten <laughs> Dunst coming to her senses either. Like yeah, I'm talking like about all like, of the parts before that they would probably continue to just use their, their cheers. What yeah. an underrated movie too. You know what I mean? Yo, that was bring my it on. Out. Like Fucking even with Gabrielle the dynamics Union. in that movie, Fucking Gabrielle Union. Still looks the exact same, too. Shout out to Gabrielle Union. You Mm -hmm. saw her put that outfit back on for her birthday. I did. God bless. Same person. Same person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girl. (sighs) Well, that is great. Wow. That's it. This has been filling and affirming. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. You know what we got to do before we go? It's almost our time to leave you all. You know, we hate to do it, but we got to end on a positive. We're going to get our weekly shout outs. Uh, My shout out this week are to the nurses and healthcare workers, especially mm. the LGBTQ plus ones, because y'all just sometimes probably have to work with some people who are not the best. And if they do figure out that you're queer, probably don't treat you the best. And this could be before or during and potentially after this pandemic, but y'all are doing great. I appreciate you for all that you're doing. We are, Chris and I are recording this from a distance and trying to make sure that we are staying home so that you all can stay safe. And we just love you for all the things that you do. So shout out to y'all for keeping us alive and safe. Thank you for everything. That's a great shout out. Thank you. All right. My shout out is to Steroid Beyonce. Steroid Beyonce! And that is 
trans model, Devin Norell. I love Devin. Writer as well. Um, recently stumbled upon his Instagram, which is Steroid Beyonce, spelled just like it sounds. And it's just, I mean, as a person, and I, and I mentioned that um, a couple of episodes back where it's just like, I had my own biases with like, just even just what trans people go through. But I love, I love, I love just like seeing you just trans men and women like elevate in their platforms, you know, because I just think again, the more visibility, the better, but I don't know. I just like the different ways that these platforms are going to like Sarah Beyonce, first off is a great name yep. <laughs> for Instagram account. Yep. And yeah, and, and, but Check out Devin's writings. Again, Devin is a, a writer and a model. But um, yeah, just shout out to Sarah Beyonce and just everybody making moves, honestly. Especially yeah. during this time while we're still yeah. stuck in the house. Like, go y'all for being the type of people that are productive during a yeah. pandemic. I mean, I don't know <laughs> how much we can say, like, we're recording podcasts during it. But here we are. Everybody we are. who's doing it, keep it up. Sarah Beyonce, I love you. I love Devin. I love watching all of their things and posting all their stuff. So give them a follow, give them a shout. And that's all we have for this episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in as always and keep being your bad queer self. All right. Take care. Can we talk about things? I'm so sorry that I'm coming.